Hi, everybody. I'm Thea. And I'm Mati, and this is our podcast. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of our Pointus podcast. Today, we're going to be discussing haters. And we're excited for this because I feel like we just find haters kind of just useless. <laughs> Don't you think for so? Sure. Yeah, I think you guys are going to really, like, understand that through our opinions through this episode because we have, like, a very clear stance regarding them and, like, their function for humanity. So it's going to be really interesting to get into all of that. So for this episode, we're just going to start off with our introductions as usual, like with our experiences and general opinions. Then we're going to take a specific look at hate in Gen Z because being too... Gen Z girls, <laughs> teenagers, we think it's really interesting to like analyze that and figure out the particular context we're going through in the like digital age and everything. Then we're going to be looking at like exploring what we think are the causes for haters and why we think haters hate. Afterward, we are going to be questioning if hate really is all that bad or if there's like something useful to it. Then, of course, we're going to be answering questions. Mate <laughs> just shaking her head. <laughs> um, we're going to be answering some questions from the Instagram. And lastly, of course, our weekly favorites. Yes, I am actually, uh, I'm interested in what conversations are going to like be born from this episode. Me too, honestly. <laughs> All right, so let's just dive right in. I'll start with my general opinion. So first of all, I need to clarify that personally, I am fortunate enough to not have been through major hate in my life before. And that is both face to face and virtually, of course, like people have talked badly behind my back about me and I've like heard that. But otherwise, it's not been like anything confrontational or anything of the sort like what comes to mind when we first think of hate so I feel like really lucky in that sense it'll probably come at some point in my life um I don't know when but I think it's something we all go through at any given time not only like influencers and people in the public eye especially like right now in this time and age I feel like so many people it's easier for them to undergo hate and we'll explore that a little bit further down the line But yeah, you know, I feel like hate has just become a really common thing and a really like permanent element in our lives, as le at least in the foreseeable future. I just think that it's a really prominent aspect of our current culture. It's become something so normalized, something we see on the daily basis. And it's important to take a minute to question it and like where it comes from and what it serves us. Because I think that a lot of the time with what happens in our lives, we just kind of get used to seeing it and we don't really stop and ask ourselves like, is this good? Is this bad? And such. So I think that there's definitely something to be said about how many people hate has scarred. I mean, you know, you can just hear like testimonies of so many, especially people in the public eye who have been completely like destroyed and hurt by what some insensitive haters have said. And it's a really tricky, delicate situation because as it's become something so common, people just kind of think that it loses meaning and that nobody's going to care about a mean comment. But in reality, like there's still human beings on the receiving end and it's still going to hurt their feelings and yeah it's just really weird that some people have forgotten that and that some haters forgot what 
receiving mean things feels like. So they kind of put themselves in that position of power to continue propagating it. Unfortunately, I think that we have got to learn to live with hate because, you know, as I said, it's something that's become so common. And I do think that if you learn to cope with hate, it's going to be something that's going to bring you resilience in other aspects of your life. And if you can like manage to cope with that, it'll just make you a stronger person. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. So I think that, you know, unfortunately, it's like a really icky experience, but you do come out on the other end with more tricks and tools under your belt. That was interesting to hear because you have like somewhat a mixed opinion on hate. I feel like. Yeah, I do. <laughs> Now, I personally am taking uh, an approach to this episode. And as your local celebrity expert, I am <laughs> obviously um, going to talk a lot about, you know, celebrities and influencers and Uh, public figures but I think hating on the 21st century is very different than hating was before because now we have all these tools that make it easier for us to hate on other people as like wrong as that sounds because obviously through social media and through the internet we have access to much more of the like whoever's life we want to find and we like we have so much access to celebrities and to influencers because you know they post on Instagram and on Twitter and on TikTok and that just gives us like a whole other level that they had before because newspapers is aren't the same <laughs> and And a question I totally that agree. I ask myself, like, from time to time is, why do you, do we hate celebrities just because? Like, why is that? There's, yeah, like, I, yeah, I, that's I, a really I cannot good point. tell you the number of times I have seen a TikTok and it's like celebrities I hate because yes, or something like that. Like, We don't have a foundation for that hate. <laughs> And even though, if like, if we had a foundation, mm -hmm. like, I, I feel like hating isn't the answer. But, like, we hate so much on celebrities. And I wonder why. Like, why do we hate it? Oh, because I hate her. Okay. And. Yeah. I think you have a really good point there because. I mean, I don't know what the exact cause is, but I think that, you know, it's just like people who have literally nothing better to do. I mean, it's like, you know, people who aren't celebrities hating on celebrities and it's just like they're so bored sitting at their own houses. So they just start like uh, critiquing and like, you know, picking apart people who are easily accessible to them, aka celebrities. And I don't know, I think it's like really inhumane because they don't realize that they are their own imperfect people and that they probably have more flaws that can be picked apart, but they just sort of like resort to that easy, comfortable option that makes them feel better about themselves because they're degrading another person. But I just think it's totally unfair because they will never completely know exactly. that celebrity, so they and can't really judge them. It's just, I, I don't find any sense to it. <laughs> and I mean, you can... <laughs> 
like not agree with how that celebrity is living their life. But again, who cares? That's their life. <laughs> and maybe they have money and can do a True. lot of things we don't, but yeah and the worst part is like even if you don't like how that celebrity is living their life it probably won't affect you like you probably don't even know that celebrity what they do probably will have no repercussion exactly. on you so it's not your business now i also like i mean i understand why you can't just not like other people but like It's getting out of hand. Like, people are sending death death threats. Totally. And it, it's horrible. Mm -hmm. And I think, like, we have to learn how to, like, separate the actor or actress from the role. Because a lot of actors 100%. and actresses get death th threats just because they're playing a certain role like um current example i don't know who he is but in like the new marvel series there's a new captain america because captain america died spoiler alert so so and on endgame <laughs> uh steve who's captain america gives his shield to one of the protagonists in falcon and the winter soldier and he doesn't feel like worthy and worthy enough of having that shield so he donates it to a museum and like the government just takes it and gives it to another guy and like people are sending death threats to that actor to the actor who, play who plays the other guy and i'm like dude it's not his fault he's not writing the the tv show he is that is <laughs> and, exactly it, and even if like he was it's just a tv show way too far <laughs> mm -hmm. i totally agree Again, that ties back to what we were talking about in another episode, that it's just, like, people get yes. too emotionally attached and to these Even though, like, I get emotionally attached, and I'm still not going to send a death threat, because I don't like, I don't like his character. His character is yeah. horrible, but still, a death threat? Exactly, that's too much. <laughs> I mean, it's it's what I was saying earlier, like, you forget they're human beings. It's a person who's going to be receiving a death threat, a person just like you. And I don't and think you would like one, to receive a death threat multiple. yourself. And I'm like, honey. Mm -hmm. That must be intense. Like, the more power to celebrities, honestly, because what they have to put up yeah. with is intense. <laughs> Okay, so let's transition to talking about hate in Gen Z specifically. And I think this is really interesting because Mati sort of introduced that a little bit, talking about social media. And I think that's really like fun to explore. So yeah, again, like Mati said, I also agree with the fact that social media has simply become a tool to continue like propagating this type of hate. And in addition to that, it's an even more effective tool than anything we've ever seen before. Because for people like you and I, it's basically like hiding behind a mask. And you can cover up your identity in a way that common people won't know who you are. Of, of course, they can like trace your IP and all of that, but most people won't go through that hassle. <laughs> so you can literally like put a mask and take up this whole new persona and say mean things 
without the accountability. And I think that's really tough because in day-to-day life, not tough as in like hard, but it's a tough concept to analyze because in day-to-day life, I feel like what often can prevent us from hating on other people is the fact that they'll know who we are, we'll, they'll see our face and all of that, and we'll have to like face the responsibilities. But online, that sort of weight completely vanishes. So you don't have to worry about justifying yourself to this person or you know like interacting with this person on a day-to-day basis after this or like confrontation basically so that for a lot of people is kind of like a get out of jail free card and they can just like like the obstacle is basically eliminated from their path so it's definitely tricky and again like in an ideal world there wouldn't be hate simply because people don't feel the desire to hate But I feel like in the world we live in, which is very imperfect, it was like there's a certain safety of knowing that, you know, there's like an extra obstacle in the process of hating. And it's scary to see that obstacle being like torn down because of social media. So I think that another concept is that like people currently are putting themselves out there all the time and you know we're constantly posting on our stories or on our feed or we appear on our friends feed like it's so much easier to identify people and to see them and to know them quote-unquote like at least through the internet so we're all in more interconnected we're all putting ourselves out there much more and it's almost as if just by doing that we're already getting attacked And I mean, sometimes people can have what they claim to be a reason, but most of the time it's just because you're putting yourself out there, you're going to get hate. You know, you can post a picture in a swimsuit and receive like comments of people admiring your body, but also people hating your body. And since like, there's so many of both, it's like, who is right after all, you know, it's just like, so messed up, you know, and so many people just like stating their opinions and it's okay to have diverse opinions, but you know, these people are just being really rude and disconsiderate to the people yes, who are putting I feel themselves like out there. Your opinion isn't going um, to like do something good. Like when your opinion is just hating on someone else's body, why put it out there? Why not keep it to yourself? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that the like etiquette and norm we should follow on social media should be the same procedures we follow in person like if you're about to make a mean comment ask yourself if you knew this person or if you already know this person if you were face to face with them like would you say it to them in person or are you too scared if you're too scared to do it in person then reevaluate whether you're gonna make this comment online or whether you feel like you have something constructive to say to the person because you know we've become too reckless i think that's i feel like social media just takes this whole (laughs) let's say veil we have in real life and it just makes us like say whatever first comes to mind Mm -hmm. totally totally and i feel like it's not our business you know like we can follow celebrities and we can follow people we don't know and everything just for like the fun of it but at the end of the day it's not our business at all what they're doing who they're hanging out with what they're eating like It's not up to us. And I think that when we follow somebody, that's a responsibility we take on. We take on the responsibility of knowing that we're now going to know much more about this person. And if we know that it's going to affect us or it's going to like spark something unpleasant within us, 
then we need to take the responsibility to make sure that that doesn't go out to harm further people. Do you know what I mean? Like as social media consumers, we should be aware of that from the start instead of deliberately following people we don't like and then harming them just for being their own people, which a lot of the time they're not doing of anything course. bad. They're just like, living their own life. People who I like, like, why would you follow someone <laughs> you don't like? Like just because, yeah, just it's really toxic. That- only positive vibes <laughs> yeah period and i think yeah like social media has just become a tool to make hate much more widespread and i'm thinking about this like in comparison to previous centuries i think like you know when we didn't have the internet at our fingertips or the internet at all obviously hate did occur and you know you would probably like talk badly about people or like you'd have bad press and like newspapers or whatever like the medium was you could still propagate hate but i think that you know having like social media and everything makes it much more widespread i think to a point that this amount is unnatural i don't think that it should be okay and it should be acceptable for us human beings to be receiving so much hate on a daily basis. And I'm not talking from my experience. I'm talking about like celebrities because at another point in time, like that wouldn't have been possible. And I mean, there's definitely something to be said about like, you know, for every hate comment they get, they probably get like 10 positive comments, but there's no doubt in the fact that the hate comments stick so much more. And one hate comment can weigh as much as like a thousand positive comments, you know? So, yeah, I think what I'm trying to get at right now is just that it's concerning that we're receiving such exacerbating amounts of hate because I don't think, like, that massive amount. Exactly. Was, I think like, we were built for that. You know what I mean? We're built for something good, not for hating on each other. And I also, mm-hmm. I also think... I, I sure again, hope so. I feel like we've talked about this before. Probably in our episode in uh, cancel culture, but the lack cancel of culture. empathy we have mm-hmm. now is astonishing. Like we do not care. Like we do not care. It's embarrassing if we insult another human being through social media. We we do not think about what exactly what that will do. And yeah, sure. Like the comment that stings the most is the one you have an insecurity about, right? And I've heard celebrities Period, say 100%. this, but still, like even if they don't have an insecurity about what you're talking about, it's still gonna like do a little bump. Yeah, it can make I, I an insecurity. Know. You could be totally fine with something and then receive a hate comment and start and rethinking like that entire judge thing. So much. <laughs> like why like okay, why <laughs> would you judge like some something somebody eats? Like if that's what they're eating, then let them think about it. Like don't Yeah, exactly. Again, like, that comes from the hating end as well. Like, if you're going to hate on somebody for a specific element, like what Mati was saying about food, it's because you yourself have a problem with food and you're not okay with what you're feeding yourself or you have, like, trigger warning. Um, You know, like, you don't like the way you see yourself in the mirror. So that's why you're so tempted to criticize And, like, I get because diet culture... I get it. Diet culture is, is bad. We shouldn't be, like... 
restraining ourselves like this much and doing all these diets. But like, if a celebrity is doing, then let them talk with their, I don't know, doctor, family, whoever. <laughs> And let them figure it out. And I know a lot of celebrities like promote diets. And I don't think that's ideal because, again, diet culture is just not something like good. But we don't have to hate on them for that, I feel like. And mm -hmm. I feel like the internet exactly. can be very good. And we as Gen Z have taken some very good things from it. And for example, like in this times where like mm -hmm. each one of us is in our houses, we get to do things like this, like record a podcast and have classes from our houses mm -hmm. because we're taking care of ourselves. But it has also dehumanized yes. us and dehumanized celebrities and public figures and influencers mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I totally agree with that because like now that we don't have that person to person contact and I mean like we never okay take a take a imagine you're like a century back okay like you know very little of celebrities for instance an actor like you see when they act on like a certain movie and you maybe see a couple of interviews when they're airing on tv and that's like about it you know but Right now, like you can follow a celebrity on their day to day life, see everything they're doing see on Instagram, family, and that doesn't mean you know the person because pet, if you haven't met, home. uh huh, you can see their family. Yeah, <laughs> like you still don't know them, but you feel like you have a closer contact towards them, and I think that makes some people oh, feel entitled to like criticize because they feel like they know them when in reality they know a bit more than we exactly. did before but and that's still not enough just judging someone without seeing like the big picture and what happens like behind cameras and like judging them from behind the screen is really easy and you don't think about what that will do to the other person and like what who cares if they're like making this crazy thing again one of my favorite examples Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> she makes vagina <laughs> candles <laughs> I cannot help it but like who cares let her be and people, uh -huh. yeah and, and it's people not you. her and they say like they're too expensive and whatever and she still sells them and she Like, every time they put them on the website, they sold out in minutes. So, we're not looking at the bigger picture. Totally Okay. Agree. So, we want to talk about, like, what we think causes the hate. Uh-huh. And, like, we're no psychologists God, no. or, like, sociologists or anything <laughs> but I still think it's a really interesting concept concept for like us to analyze. And I think that when a person hates, it's basically due to any inner turmoil they have, you know, if they have like personal burdens or personal struggles or trauma or whatever it is. And one of these coping mechanisms to respond to all that like pain is putting themselves in a position of power where they feel like 
after all the pain they've received in their life, they can cause that pain to another person. And that makes them feel like in control. I I based this theory off of a very reliable source and it's called You on Netflix. So basically like a very if, reliable if you want to watch source. this <laughs> um uh this is an episode from the second season so if you're like planning to watch it then spoiler alert but basically there's we this point where like too much things we uh, talked about everything I'm, I'm honestly like, i talk about something <laughs> and I'm, then i'm like oh spoiler alert yeah yeah after you made the spoiler <laughs> um so anyways when will slash joe has like kidnapped the real Joe, like the person he whose identity he took. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he has him in like the glass cage and everything, and Joe's like walking around it and everything. Um, and then Will, the real Will. Wait, 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 wait. Um, who is who? Who's who the bad guy? Is Will, Joe. The bad guy. Go- the bad guy is the guy who's outside, outside the cage. The cage. Let's call okay. him Joe. Like, Joe's his real name. And then inside okay. the cage, there's Will. And and so, yeah. Like, why he's in the cage doesn't really matter. But the point is that Will, being the typical Angelino he is, tries to, like, psychoanalyze Joe. And he's like, you know what? I think the reason you do this to people is because when you were little, you know, you went underwent, like, so many things. So now it feels powerful for you to be outside of the cage. You feel strong and you feel in control being outside of the cage because you grew up inside of the cage. So this was always like your dream. And that really strikes a chord with Joe. So yeah, I think that maybe can be like linked to why haters hate. And again, like this is just, this is not my professional opinion. This is just me like speculating over here. Um, But I think that could be a cause. And a lot of people say that when haters hate, it's because they have like their own problems. Just think of it this way, like a stable, happy person like, the last thing they'd want to do is bring other people down and make other people feel sad. If you're truly comfortable with who you are and your life, then you're just going to wish the best for everybody around you, genuinely. You're not going to want to take anybody, like, down like that. And I think that taking this into account, you really get to a point where you feel sorry for haters. And once you do that, I think that's, like, really liberating because you know that, you know, these people aren't coming from, like, a clear headspace. And they're re- just probably, like, really angry or frustrated when they type these comments or say these things. And so if you know that, like, deep down, I think that it won't hurt as much when you receive them. I think the process of, like, understanding this is really hard. But if you manage to, like, comprehend it truly, then you'll just, like, whenever you receive a negative comment of this sort... You'll just tell yourself, like, you know, this person probably has their own issues and the only way they feel like they can cope with this is by hating on me. It's okay. I know this isn't true. I know my worth. I'm imperfect, but it doesn't matter as much. Oh, I mean, like, it's okay for me, you know? Like, it's it's not the end of my life, you know? It's it's not going to destroy me. But, like, I feel like that's that's something that it's obvious to us because we haven't like gone through it mm-hmm. but imagine yeah, a right. teenager like charlie d'amelio she is the same age as uh-huh. we are imagine getting that much hate comments like imagine having this mm-hmm. platform which is great and a lot of people hate her because she got it by dancing 
by dancing on TikTok. <laughs> and that's the, that's the thing with yeah. Gen Z. We'll want to be famous. Mm-hmm. <gasps> that's true. Haters gonna hate. And yeah, yeah, you're totally right. I think, yeah, I mean... We have so much to learn because, like, like I'm gonna be I think, honest. Yeah, we don't deal with if, these amounts. If of, they offered of me like hate. a job in like a Marvel movie, I would take it with a think about it twice. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea how to act, but just because I mean, I feel like <clears throat> because it's like a dream. I know, like one of those dreams that you know, it's like only in your imagination. But I would love to be an actress. <laughs> like, just, mm-hmm. I think it's so glamorous. <laughs> and I would love to have that lifestyle. But mm-hmm. again, that life, that lifestyle, more often than not, comes, comes with fame. And one of the things, uh-huh. again, of, like, especially millennials and Gen Zers, is that we have, like, made fame, like, a career, a whole occupation, Because before you oh, had yeah. to be like an actress yeah. or like a singer or like maybe a model to be like famous. But now there's this mm-hmm. whole lot of influencers who do nothing. It's a whole industry. Who do nothing except post videos of, their, of themselves either dancing or like telling funny stories. And they have this... Mm-hmm. huge amount of followers and again not hating on them because i follow most of them and i think i think it's great like <laughs> i think it's they're making a job from what they have and mm-hmm. good for them but i feel like underneath exactly. all that it's like a craving of fame of that fast way to make money and have that luxurious lifestyle Totally agree. And I think that, like, knowing, like, all of this, like, where haters come from, I think that, like, it's so much easier said than done. But you you can realize that, like, these are opinions that don't worth getting wrapped up in, that aren't worth getting wrapped up in. Like, you know, the opinions that truly matter are first and foremost, like, your own and those of people you love, you know, people who you would take advice, like, I heard something that was like, if you wouldn't take advice from them, then why are you getting wrapped up in the hate they're giving you, you know? And obviously you wouldn't take like advice from a person you don't know. So these people don't know you, they don't know who you are, and they're just judging on what they see on the surface. And they're mixing into that their own like issues. So again, like it's so much easier said than done, but like at its essence, I think it's this. And if we can like truly understand this, then I think that on the receiving end, we can find a way to like not let it hurt us that much. Because I think hate's always going to be present. Present Hate existed before social media and it's going to exist for a long, like for the rest of humankind, I would say. So I think it's not so much about like blocking them on social media or like, I don't think we need to like get haters off social media because if we get them off social media, then they'll find another way to hate. But I think it's more of like, trying to like develop thicker skin and like self-confidence so that we don't get so affected from haters because they're always going to be around what i say is social media is also giving haters a platform because before you didn't Mm -hmm. get 10,000 comments a day saying people hate you and hate the way you are yeah Mm -hmm. 
And obviously, like, when people, like, the when the creators of social media, you know, like, were building the platform, their main intent was for it to be a positive space. But just as it can be a positive space, it can be equally negative. Like, if you can comment, you can comment an amazing thing, but you can just like, as easily comment a negative you thing. Can you know, comment, there aren't restrictions like, hey, on that. Queen, you look gorgeous in this pose, but then go and say something horrible mm -hmm. in the other. And what I think, like, what blows mm -hmm. my mind... It's like people like for example again we're, we were talking about Charlie. Charlie says she's getting tired of social media and I can't imagine why but people is like oh stop being such a kid and I'm like she is a kid. <laughs> she, she is a kid. <laughs> it's like taking like their whole like this huge time because teenage years Are the time where you discover yourself and where you make mistakes. Make mistakes. Having it all. We talked about this before, but again. And like having it, mm -hmm. having it all scrutinized and critiqued to, yeah. Under a microscope. I can't imagine. Honestly. Okay. All right. Now we're going to be talking, we're going to be exploring the question of is hate really all that bad? And I think you guys have sort of like figured out Mati and I's not opposing viewpoints, but we do have some things where we kind of differ. So this is the question that's really going to bring all of that to light. So I would say that hate is not entirely bad. And hear me out on this, okay? It obviously, it's like 95% bad and 5% good, okay? I'm not going to defend hate. I'm not going to say that it makes the world a better place. That's not what I'm here to do. But I do think that there is an element of it which is really important. And I think that it keeps us grounded and humble. I feel like, just imagine if you were an influencer on Instagram and if you had like 50 million followers and if each and every one of those followers were like praising you and was always liking your posts, praising you all of the time, that gets to your head. It inevitably I mean, yeah. would get to your head and it would lead you yeah. to be extremely arrogant, extremely rude, just like full of yourself, thinking you're the complete best and everything. And while it's important to have like a good self-esteem, this would be just like over the roof. It would be completely disproportionate and it would probably lead these people to think that, you know, like they're perfect, like they have no flaws and like they don't need to respect anybody and like they don't have any work left to do, like it's all done. So I think that Knowing at least in the back of your head that there are going to be people that disagree with you, people that don't like you, whether or not they comment constantly on your posts is kind of like something that grounds you, something that like pulls you back to earth because it's not going to let you get too wrapped up in your own story. It's not going to let you, you know, get too in your head, get too full of yourself because you know that like we live in like a human world and that nothing's perfect. So I think it's something that would like keep you level And I am in no way trying to justify, like, go kill yourself comments. I think that is completely cruel and inhumane. And, like, there's no reason that could sustain people doing that. It's, like, terrible. So I'm not justifying those types of comments. But just, like, knowing that there could be hate. Not necessarily, like, hate itself. But knowing that there could be hate kind of leads you to sort of think things twice a little bit. And, you know, make sure that whatever you're doing you truly believe in it and you're going to believe in it to a point that if other people shoot you down for that you're still going to remain firm and i think that's really important 
but yeah, I mean, people can get really mean and I'm not defending that. I'm just, you know, I want to make myself really clear. I don't want to get canceled. But I feel, yeah, we need, we need somebody to keep us grounded, but I feel like that role can be taken for like your friends and family who really appreciate you and you okay. don't need people commenting bad things on your posts. And there's there's always somebody who's going to disagree with you. So, I don't know. I just think that... I mean, not all hate is bad. But again, it, tend, it, like, it gets out of control. Mm-hmm, for sure. Okay, so we are going to answer a question from our story... It is, what do you think of people who hate things because they're different from what they like? Shameless self-promo. Go on ahead and follow us on our Instagram at our point is podcast if you want to submit questions for any upcoming Q&As. So now to answer this particular question, I just think that it's extremely intolerant and disrespectful. That kind of goes without saying, like it's obvious. And I think this reflects one of the major problems with our society because it shows that we don't care or like understand people who think differently than us. And diversity is what makes the world a beautiful place. But diversity comes with like great responsibility because if people don't tolerate it, then it leads to so many wars and like massacres and everything. (laughs) Period. Um, so yeah, I feel like this is one particular reflection of something that's wrong with current society. And I think like from always, it's been a problem. We need to understand to like, not necessarily share other people's beliefs, but at least respect them and understand that they're just as valid as ours and that we wouldn't want people treating us like that just because we yeah, have Yeah, I think like people who hate on things they don't like, it's like so idiotic, like if you don't like it, then mm-hmm. you don't like it. You don't have to hate it. Hate is such a cur- hate is such a corrupted exactly. sentiment, and I feel like people people who hate everything, they're Period. they're miserable in life. Like they hate themselves. It just oozes into who cares their if personality. You don't like them. Leave it at that. Maybe. Hmm. Yeah. Like. I think the world wasn't designed for you to like everything. Like, that's impossible. And people who say that they just love everything and everybody are a scam. Like, it's, (laughs) it's like, natural for you to sometimes feel negative sentiments towards things. Like, that's okay. But the true strength and maturity of a person lies in how they cope with that. And, like, if you don't enjoy something, you don't have to pretend to enjoy it. You just don't like it. Period. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Like you accept your opinion, but you don't feel the need to shove it in everybody's face and to yell at everybody and tell everybody why what they're doing is wrong. Like you don't need to, you don't need to. It's okay. It's not the end of the world if you don't like. It's not your responsibility to doctrinate and everybody. And also, like, thinking. don't like it's different than hate. Like. Hmm. <laughs> but okay. We're going to continue on and close this episode with our favorite segment, our weekly favorites. 
period so oh my god take a shot every time i've said period in this episode that's like my the only response i know um we're so turning this way turning i would like to share podcast into a drinking game yes <laughs> no drink oh my god yes is bad um so anyways we're underage <laughs> don't drink in podcast we're underage in death um we don't drink <laughs> yeah we don't drink period <laughs> um <laughs> okay Mati. is there anything you want to no i'm just kidding um so anyways this week a very important song came out and it was by 21 pilots it's called shy away and it's the one of the first song they're releasing from the out al- their upcoming album and i am so excited 21 pilots is my life they were they weren't my top played artists last year but they were one like they were in the top five somewhere and i just love them i love like I've explored all of their previous albums and there are so many songs I like on there and there are probably more left for me to discover, but I'm just so excited by the thought of them releasing a new album and I'm so excited to be able to talk about this new album with my friends and to like compare favorite songs. It's just when a new album comes out, it's beautiful. It's spectacular. I feel that like that feeling within me is the same feeling as Mati when a new Marvel movie (laughs) comes out. (laughs) So I'm really pumped. Um, and yeah, this song is just like so amazing, so exciting. Anything by 21 Pilots kind of makes me feel like home. I don't know how to describe it. It makes me feel like accepted, kind of like I'm receiving a hug. I know that's like a weird sentiment to describe by their music, but I just feel like accepted. Like, I feel like I'm in a community and that's really special. So that was my first favorite. My next favorite is a podcast episode. So this one is called 20 Lessons I Learned at 20. It's episode 12 of Growing with the Flow podcast, which is hosted by Nana Florence. You may know her from YouTube, but she is such a sweetheart. I love her podcast, like in general. But this particular episode was super special because I did on Thursday an episode when I turned 17 of 16 lessons I learned at 16. So I loved like hearing an episode of somebody else sharing the lessons they learned at a specific age. And I learned a lot from that episode. And I feel like it was really fun because I felt like I aligned with so many of those beliefs. And it was really interesting to like see the age difference, but how when the world puts everybody under the same circumstances, like a global pandemic, a lot of people all around the world at different ages with different identities kind of learn the same things. So that was really interesting for me to like put piece together inside of my head. And lastly, um, my last favorite is a snack and my sister yesterday made cinnamon rolls and I have always loved cinnamon rolls but they always seemed like a faraway treat like you could only get them at certain restaurants and blah 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 but like my sister literally made them and that was so cool for me um because they are exquisite your she did sister such a good job. and it was really fun for me cook. to like see her <laughs> she really is um so it was really fun for me because I don't like to cook that much to like see her in the kitchen and like keep her company in the kitchen while she did her thing and the process of making cinnamon rolls is really interesting she like sliced them with dental floss which is really interesting for me to see from like a non-chef perspective so yeah it was fun and they're delicious and they've been feeding me in the past 24 hours (laughs) now what about you Maki? this week a song an episode of a tv show and coffee now the song is deja by olivia rodrigo now i love her i love her music i love how she sings and this song is 
exquisite. It's great. I am <laughs> in love with the song. Now, you can guess what comes next. You're right. It's another episode of Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> Now, I'm talking about episode 10 of this season. And spoiler alert, if you watch the show and haven't watched the episode yet, spoiler alert. She yeah. did a spoiler alert before. Wow, look at you. Mark Sloan and Lexi Gray come back. <laughs> I know. Like, I, I, all I know of Grey's Anatomy is what I see on Instagram. And Mark, Mark is, is my good. favorite character of all time. So my heart was so I happy. I miss them when I so much. Oh, God. They're the I best. Know. And they, like, Obviously, they're in this like weird ba beach that is Mer like Meredith is in like her <laughs> comatose state. But like the things they talked about were so beautiful and like so meaningful, and they had like this beautiful speech on happiness and like how like you can like even in times like this and the pandemic where people are dying at this rate every day, and what we have to say. In our houses, like we have to look at like the positive thing, and it was really beautiful. And I didn't mm -hmm. cry, but yeah, they're, they're <laughs> almost <laughs> my favorite characters. And just seeing them back just gave me so much happiness. <laughs> and the last thing yeah. is a cold brew I invested on now. <gasps> that I've always been so intrigued I by mean, cold brew. It's not a, a secret. I love a good iced coffee and I drink them almost every day. And I'm saying almost every day and not every day because my fridge is damaged. So I don't have where to keep my things cold. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Wait, your broke. fridge is broken. And now we're going into lockdown, and I don't know when the when the new is coming. Oh my god! I mean, so what are y'all doing? <laughs> Bathing everything in salt? <laughs> no, like we were we were at my grandparents' house, like outside the city, and we came back, and the uh -huh. like something inside broke. And there's no way to fix it or something like that. And everything had gone <sighs> bad. Like, my mom had, like, seafood oh my God, and everything. Terrifying. And, like, the... Um, <gasps> well, there. And everything went bad. Oh, my God. And it so much food horrible. lost. <laughs> I mean... I'm so sorry, girl. I know my mom went yes out yesterday and she bought another one, but it, it doesn't arrive until Friday. And now with this lockdown thing, I don't know when it's <gasps> going to arrive. So I'm very oh sad gosh. because, like, I don't have ice and I don't have, like, where to keep the cold brew cold. So I'm not having my, <laughs> I'm not having my iced <laughs> coffee. Warm no, brew. You have to keep it at like at set. You have to keep it oh, in the fridge because it has to be like at a certain temperature. But it's really good. Mm -hmm. Wow. It's from Perugano. I don't doubt that. I'm really curious to try that. <gasps> it's that Perugano is divine. one of the. Perugano is one of the like, best divine. coffee shops in the city. 
I want a mug from there, but they're really pricey. I don't know. I don't go there. We got stickers the other I day. It was bought, really fun. I bought the coffee from, do you know, this new, like, organic market. There's an El Tesoro. I got it there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. And, and, and I mean, I invested <laughs> on it, but it's, like, it's not... It's not that pricey. Like one letter, it's like twenty bucks. And that that's that lasts oh me like God. a week and a half because what proportion do you drink I mean your on the with? on like the on the um back of the package it says three to one. So like three milk to one coffee. So uh-huh. I do it like that. I mean, I do oh, okay. a little bit oh, of coffee okay. because I like my coffee a little bit dark. But yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> we just good. had a whole <laughs> conversation about my fridge. <laughs> people, people zoned okay. out like ten minutes ago. <laughs> Guys, thank you for listening to this episode. We had so much fun filming it, and yeah. Yes. yes, I was looking forward to so this. So <laughs> have a nice week and we'll see Bye, everybody. you in 15 days. Bye. Well, that is it for this week's episode. We would like to clarify that we're not specialists. Everything we share is based off experiences and research. Don't forget to follow the podcast Instagram at Our Point is Podcast. We love the feedback we get through there and interacting with you guys. You can also contact us through our email, ourpointispodcast at gmail.com. Please tag us on your stories and posts. Also, please rate, review, follow, and subscribe, whatever your platform lets you do. It will it would help us out a lot because reviews are the only way we can start growing, getting recommended to new people, and being included in rankings. Plus, we read reviews here, so if you want to be featured, go right ahead. Go ahead and spread this episode with any family or friends you think will like it. We would love if you share your opinions about this episode with us. Remember, you can do it through a message in Anchor or our email. Make sure to check out the show notes. There's our favorite moments of the episode listed down there alongside with links to everything we mentioned here today. Remember to join us every Sunday for a new episode. Thank you for your time and for joining us in our journey to understanding the problems of the world. Thanks for tuning in and we hope you have a wonderful week.